0: Good morning, church family and ministry friends. I'm Pastor Stephen Brooks, and welcome to our Morning Glory program. Today, I want to invite you, grab your Bibles, and turn with me to 1 Samuel chapter 17, and let's talk about a fun subject today, which is when opportunity presents itself. And this is a message that just floated up in my spirit today. And I believe it's a prophetic message in the sense that opportunity I'm talking about divine opportunity is coming to you and there will be a door open for you, an opportunity presented to you. And it is very important that you respond properly. I really do believe there are some opportunities that are once in a lifetime type moments It is a accumulation of everything that you have worked towards all the preparation, all the foundation, all the time put into it, all the study, all the preparation comes forth in a moment of opportunity. When you are able to apply the talent, the anointing, the gifting that God has placed inside of you. Remember that it's favor the favor of God that causes doors to open for you. It's favor that creates unusual opportunities. But once you have that favor, now you must respond and go through that door. And so it's favor that opens the door, but it's the grace of God that carries you through it what is that grace it is the ability to function in your anointing you could say it like this it's the equipment that God has given to you in your assignment and we all carry different types of equipment from the sense that a plumber carries different tools than what a dentist has in his office they both have tools they both have equipment but it's very very different so we all have different input different skill different training various career fields and the favor opens the door the grace the ability for you to function what god has called you to do is what now begins to flow as you go through that door hallelujah and that is part really of the response to an opportunity it is going through and performing in your gift, in your calling, in the grace that God has placed upon your life. So today, let's talk about responding to opportunity, because I believe something is coming your way. I want to get you prepared for it by the Holy Spirit. 1 Samuel chapter 17, and let's go down to verse 32. Heavenly Father, we ask that your Holy Spirit would come And illuminate the scriptures so that we can be prepared for opportunities that you present to us. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, notice something very interesting in verse 32 and the following verses in David's encountering of the giant Goliath. Then David said to Saul, Let no man's heart fail because of him. That would be Goliath, of course, the giant. Your servant will go and fight with this Philistine. And Saul said to David, you are not able to go against this Philistine to fight with him. For you are a youth and he a man of war from his youth. Well, this is very interesting because when you see David come on the scene, his brothers are in the military they're in, they're in the army they're just having little skirmishes there's there's no real engagement of the primary armies of Israel and the Philistine army locking in battle because they're uh, Israel's not wanting to do it because they've got this uh, heavyweight champion on their side named Goliath nevertheless this this giant has presented an opportunity for somebody within the Israel camp to respond and you have to look at trouble you have to look at problems you have to look at things not just on a silver platter or a gold platter that might be presented to you but also things presented on maybe just an inexpensive cheese tray that cost a dollar from Sam's Club however it may be presented to you the, the fact of the matter if it's an opportunity you should, you should give it consideration. What's fascinating with David is that David accepts the opportunity of Goliath in the context of this is very important. In the context that God never told him to do it. Wow. Praise the Lord. I think this will help some of you that maybe sometimes you lean a little too much on the spiritual And it's good to be spiritual, but you do it perhaps to the neglect of the natural. And so you look at a situation and you think, well, God didn't tell me to do it. I I didn't hear an audible voice from God. I didn't have an angel show up and say, I am the I'm the messenger Gabriel, and you're supposed to do this. And so you think sometimes because you haven't had experiences like that, that you're just supposed to stay put In the sense that your feet are going to be embedded in concrete until you hear an audible voice from God. And my friends, you might not get that. And David didn't get that. David didn't have an angel appear to him and tell him to do it. David didn't have some kind of a weird outward sensation. Oh, I I feel my elbow. It's starting to vibrate. That must be God. Yes, I'm going to go fight him. He he didn't have anything like that. He didn't hear a thunderous voice echo across the mountains and say, this is your divine opportunity. Don't miss it. Uh, He didn't have anything like that happen. And he just took advantage of an opportunity, knowing that there's some really good reward. There's actually three rewards that are promised uh, to the person that will take out the big blabbermouth over here, take Goliath out. There's a really uh, powerful reward basket of three special things that are awaiting the person who will solve the national dilemma of the nation of Israel. But my friends, when you have opportunities, you need to really pray about it and consider it, and it doesn't necessarily mean that you need to have some type of, uh, you know, s- spiritual fireworks in order for you to respond to the opportunity that lies before you. I know that we need to use discretion. I know that we need to do due diligence, but you don't ever want to be so overcautious that your whole life ends up going by and you're just not really doing anything. Praise the Lord, because you're looking maybe for some perfect ideal situation, or maybe you think it's supposed to come in this package when it actually shows up in a package that you weren't anticipating? Does it mean that you shouldn't maybe give it a shot? Well, you really need to consider this specifically in, for whatever reason that we're in right now, a window that I feel that God is going to present to you, and your response could determine very well whether or not you step into the destiny that he has planned for you and remember a lot of times these are just your normal day life experiences and it's not like you need an angelic army to strike up a song and you you hear it and you think yep okay now that I've had a supernatural experience I'm going to go forward you might not get that even with the Goliath okay but David moved he went into this opportunity and this is really what put him on the map Pastor Stephen what put him on the map killing a giant praise the lord and maybe some of you need a giant opportunity you you need something to be your breakthrough moment praise god we're not talking about being reckless or foolish and at the same time you'd have to stop and think that what David did was pretty wild i mean if it doesn't work out he's dead Praise the Lord. And I think a lot of guys would put the brakes on right there. But when you're in your element, when you're in your anointing, when you are in your flow of grace, what might be reckless for another person for you is just like, hey, you know, I've done this before. This is not like my first rodeo is what David is saying. So before we go a little bit further, I want you to consider that. You may be looking for... uh supernatural backup from the perspective of, you know, something being written in the clouds and you look up and you say, Oh, look at that. God just made a cloud formation and it spells out the word go. Well, you could get something like that, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't count on it. And I wouldn't stay frozen in life expecting something like that to happen because usually things like that are kind of rare. Praise the Lord. So you really do need to consider things that are placed in your path that may look Quite natural, uh, from the perspective of oh, that just kind of popped up in front of me. I wonder what I should do with it. You know, it kind of reminded me of a uh, one of these NBA final basketball games where they're in the game seven, which is the the, the determining game of who's going to win the whole thing, and uh, the ball in the last minute actually bounced to a person that it wasn't planned to bounce to. But I remember that one of the players had hit it and it was reflected and it ends up bouncing towards this guy and he just took it. He was standing quite a distance behind the three point line and he just took it and shot it and just drained it. Nothing but net. And that was really like the dagger that, um, the other team could not re- recover from and so that was something that was completely un- unscripted but you know he at the same time he was a pretty good shooter but he wasn't known as a person who was like high pressure you know you know clutch player but that's who the ball came to he shot it and he made it there's some shots you don't want to pass sometimes when the ball gets in your hands it's supposed to be in your in your hands and you're not supposed to pass it that's your moment praise the lord i'm teaching today With a prophetic grace, I want you to be ready for something God is going to open up for you. Praise the Lord. Let's find out what took place. Verse 34, But David said to Saul, Your servant used to keep his father's sheep. Uh, uh, technically, he was actually doing that yesterday. <laughs> I used to do it. I'm, I'm, I'm anticipating a different direction in my life. Starting today, I used to be a sheep uh, herder, praise the Lord. He was actually doing that yesterday and the day before that and so forth. So, and when a lion or bear came and took a lamb out of the flock, I went after it, struck it and delivered the lamb from its mouth. And when it arose against me, Wow how would you like to have one of those beasts turn on you? whoo I caught it by its beard and struck it and killed it. So when you're in your flow, when you're in your zone when you're in your career field, your specific gift in that area for you to do these type of things, this is normal. Somebody else might look at it and say, man. That's wild. I don't want anything to do with that. That's okay. We each have our own thing. Praise the Lord. If you put a violin in my hand, I'm like a fish out of water. I have no clue what to do with it. I couldn't even play one chord. I don't even know where to put my fingers. Put it in the hand of somebody who's trained and has put years and years into it. That's their element. So we all have our element. Praise the Lord. But my friends, in your own flow, there's a logical progression. Lion, lion bear Goliath. We go, as the scripture says, in a progressive mode from faith to faith. Your faith could get stronger and stronger, and where you used to have to believe God for $100, then you go to $1,000, then the $10,000, the budget gets larger and larger, your faith expands with it. and You can move into the millions, multiple millions, even billions of dollars, but you're comfortable. Why? Lion, bear Goliath. And so when David is seeing Goliath, he's thinking, yeah, that's bigger than the lion, and he's got some he's got some sharp weapons, but really, you know, I I'd have to be really concerned for me, I'd be really concerned about the bear because uh, I've heard so many stories about grizzly attacks, just one swipe and it was over with, you know. And you're you're talking brute force and power. And and the thing is, Goliath, he's a giant, but he's still a man. Well, a lion a bear, whoo, that's, that's not anything small. But nevertheless, this public event has been prepared through former practice that he had in private. And nobody ever saw him, as far as we know, kill the lion. I don't even know if his brothers even believed his stories. Hey, guys, I killed a lion today. Yeah, yeah, sure. Right. But he did. And even when these animals turned on him, I, I mean he didn't run away he he killed it because they just he just took the stack the lunch out of their mouth, and even the bear killed the bear so this this is some serious stuff going on behind the scenes. How can we say on a small scale God hasn't allowed it to go public God for whatever reason didn't allow David to film it on his iPhone and post it on YouTube so he knows. In a sense, he has the goods. Do you feel like that? Do you feel like you got the goods that if you just had the opportunity, if you just had your moment, watch, if you just had your opportunity, that you really could step forth on the new platform? Okay, get ready for your opportunity. That's all I'm trying to tell you. This is the time you need to be sharp. This is the time you need to be prayed up. This is not the time where you need to really relax and goof off and just think, well, I think God, you know, has been good to me. But this whole thing about destiny, this whole thing about life assignment, this whole thing about, you know, Jeremiah twenty God's got a specific plan for my life. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Well, I'm here to tell you that God does know, and God knows what he's doing, and everything thus far has been preparation for your moment. You know, I I enjoyed reading the testimony of one minister who he talked about for many years. He just uh, plowed away in ministry. is a good pastor, but it, behind the scenes, uh, when I say behind the scenes, out of the eye of the larger public life. He had a good church, and he had a great ministry and a great anointing, but he just didn't really have any exposure, but he said after going through many hardships and struggles and much development and much refining, he had a, an encounter with the Lord where one night he felt the presence of God come all over him, and he stood in his his living room home, And as he was having this little intimate talk with the Lord, because the presence of God became so strong, he said, the reflective light of the moon came right through the window in a very... Unusual way and in a very unusual timing, where the light came right through the window and it like put him in a floodlight. Uh, You know, of course, this is just reflective light from from the sun coming off the moon, but it was still pretty bright for moon. What we would call moonlight, and it just shone on him as he stood there in that midnight hour with the Lord, just he and the Lord, nobody really knowing who he was. And the Lord whispered to him and said, "I'm putting you in the light from this moment on." And then. He just exploded on all the Christian networks. God just began to open up his ministry, and it really was a very unique ministry. He had, a, he had a way of teaching and a way of ministering to people that was his own thing that others couldn't duplicate. He had his own anointing, and he's still doing great today. I, I really like him. My friends, you have to understand you have moments where God says, I've watched you and I've seen what you've done in private, and I, I have seen how you have gone through tests and trials and challenges, and I'm going to bring you out. I'm going to bring you out to the corporate world. I'm going to release you now to the business world. I'm going to bring you out on your respective platform in your own career field, and I'm going to let you be the blessing that I had always planned that you would be, and so that's really what happened with David, but my friends, when you your opportunity comes, you need to really respond the proper way. And again, please, I I have met so many uh, believers who they try to get a little too spiritual. And when their moment actually comes, oftentimes they pull back and they think, oh, no, it's just another Oh, you need to be praying that you don't miss, my friends, the the door that God has for you, even if it's not a giant door, but it is the door that God's presenting. You really need to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit and take what he presents to you. Sometimes what may look like a small door can turn into a monumental door because you are going progressively forward, and it can move quick, okay, from lion, bear, bear, to goliath and and David had that in him, I know he 's called to be king, but one of the great attributes of him was was not just writing the psalms and not just uh, pinning beautiful things that inspire us because it 's the Word of God, but it was also the warrior anointing, and that was a key part of his DNA Now, his son Solomon did not have that warrior anointing it, it wasn 't in him and, and he didn't need it David cleared the field, so to speak, so that his son could have peace, and his reign was very different from his father's, but to each his own, and the Holy Spirit gives to each as God chooses. Praise the Lord. My friends, get ready for the open door. So, let's talk about a key indicator that will help you when it comes time to respond to opportunities even even if they're not surrounded with fireworks even if they seem small even if you don't get a warm fuzzy feeling you need to know how to respond so that you don't miss something that the Lord intends for you to step into so let's go to Romans chapter 8 and let's look at two verses that are just that are just gold absolute gold when it comes to making decisions and moving forward in the direction and the path that God has for you. Romans 8, verse 14. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are sons of God. There is absolutely a leading of the Holy Spirit, a leading to respond with a positive, or a leading to respond with a no that that sounds great. Maybe it's great for you, but it it's not for me. And I I don't know why, but it's not for me. I I have opportunities where people present me opportunities opportunities to get involved in various investments. Pastor Stephen, I got a great idea. You need to be a part of this and we're going to make a bunch of money and you're supposed to be on, in on this too. And usually, if not almost every single time, it's just I pray about it, and the Lord just says, he just says no, and he doesn't have to say why. I I don't need a why. I just just need an answer. (laughs) I need a leading, and the leading comes by the Holy Spirit, because you really don't have time in your life to make wrong decisions wrong moves you don't need to exit off of your assignment you don't need to be on the freeway the interstate that god's got you on you're making good timing you're 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 driving down the freeway of your calling you're doing great the last thing you need to do is make an exit when you're not supposed to praise god wasted time wasted money lost energy and, you know, you, you could gain some experience, but it's better to walk in the wisdom of God and not learn certain things through failure. There are some things you don't have to learn through failure. You just read the word. You follow the leading of the Holy Spirit, and you stay on that path. You stay on that highway. Praise the Lord. And you keep moving forward and staying in that place of success and blessing so much of this is due to being able to discern the leading of the Holy Spirit well Pastor Stephen how how does he lead I'd really like to be into that I've had enough wrong moves I can second that I've made wrong moves myself and as I have looked back in hindsight I have I I could tell you know what I really overrode the Holy Spirit I really, I really didn't yield to the leading of the Holy Spirit. And that's why I made unnecessary exits. By the way, what do you do if you made an exit and you weren't supposed to? Get back on the freeway just as quickly as possible. And God will help you to do that. Now, verse 16. The Spirit Himself, now this would be the Holy Spirit, bears witness with our Spirit. He bears witness with your spirit. Remember that? Okay. That we are children of God. The number one thing that you need a witness concerning is the truth that you are born again. And that's the strongest and the most enduring witness that he will give you. Because you need that. And he will bear witness with your spirit. Okay. Not with your intellect. Because if, if salvation is just an intellectual experience and somebody talked you into it. Well, then intellectually somebody could talk you out of it. Okay. If it's just a mind game, uh, this is very shallow, but this is not what it is. This is a entire recreation of your spirit. You are going from a position of being spiritually dead to being spiritually, spiritually alive. We are, where you are now a recipient of the life of God coming into you. Your whole nature is born again you are a brand new creation in christ jesus how do you know the moment that happened the holy spirit bears witness what What is the witness? You are a child of God. So that is the number one way that God leads all of his people. It's through the inward witness of the Holy Spirit, bearing witness with your spirit, not with your intellect, not with your brain, not with your physical body. He does not bear witness with your physical body. Now you can get an overflow sensation where the witness can be so strong that it's picked up in your entire three-part nature but always remember you are a spirit you have a soul and you live in your body but you are a spirit praise the Lord and this is the bearing witness with your spirit so it's because it's the witness with your spirit it's an internal witness Pastor Stephen, I'm looking for an outward witness. I want to I wanna feel something. Well, be, be careful. Don't ever try to fabricate something because it's in that external area of the sensory realm where the enemy has permission to work. And so if you're getting it from the Holy Spirit, that is something that only God can give you. Woo, praise God. Okay, now back to divine opportunities. You don't necessarily need God to tell you to do it. Yep, that's me. Go through the door. You you don't necessarily need that. Now, if you get that, that's wonderful. Praise God. But you can rely upon the Holy Spirit to bear witness with your spirit. And also through good decision-making principles, okay, you examine it, you size it up, you ask questions. By the way, the more questions you ask, the easier it is to make good decisions. So don't be afraid to ask questions. And If somebody doesn't want you to ask questions, that should be a gigantic red flag that perhaps something is being hidden that they don't want you to know about. Okay, so ask questions. And then after you've done your due diligence, then pray and be sensitive in here. The Holy Spirit will bear witness with your spirit. And if you really begin to develop this, you can get in a place where you're, you're just hitting it every single time. Praise God. You're getting on base every time. And if you're not supposed to go, you don't go. If it's not for you or not the right timing, you wait Praise the Lord, but my friends, if if you will ask the Holy Spirit, you can talk to Him. He is a person. He He is a person. You can talk to Him and say, Holy Spirit, what do you think about this? I don't know, and I I, I really am not quite sure what to do here. Okay, you can ask Him and then just wait and just wait. Often, oftentimes, when I spend time with the Lord in prayer at night. And then I wake back up in the morning. The answer is just hanging there in the air. And I'm just like, wow, that was so easy. That, that was just so clear cut. Thank you, Lord. Lord, thank you. Holy Spirit, thank you. That was just, that was just so easy. Wow. I mean, that was almost like dropping a sign down and reading off of a sign. It was that clear, but it's in here and it floats up. The witness is in here and it will float up. You can register. Your mind will even be able to know because the witness is so strong. Wow. It's fantastic. So, my friends, you need to lean into into the Holy Spirit. Praise God. He lives in you. This is what's amazing. He lives in you. So you may not have a shout. You may not have an angel. But you've got something better. You have the Holy Spirit in residence in you all the time. You really, you really should get to know him a whole lot better. Praise God. Now understand that while he's also in you, he also, in a sense, it's like he can stand next to you because he is a person living in you. But he also, because he's a paraclete in in the Greek, uh, he's actually given the word a paraclete and a paraclete is a teacher. Okay, so he can teach you. He can teach you. He can talk to you. And it it, it says that he walks with you. He walks with you. So that's another reason why it can be on the inside, but it can also be like around you. I've heard a voice before speak to me, and it it seemed internal, but it seemed audible, almost like I was surrounded by it. Okay, that's the Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. The voice of the Holy Spirit is more authoritative than the voice of the Of a holy angel of God those are things that you just learn and you grow into so you don't always need a voice saying yes this is your divine moment go fight Goliath I'm with you if you get that wonderful but if you don't get it it doesn't mean that it's not God it might still be your door and it might be the door that alters your life for better Wow. So, my friends, be very sensitive right now because there are divine opportunities that are being presented to you. And it's very, very important how you respond. Will some be false? Will some be counterfeit? Yes, because there's a genuine. And anytime there's genuine, there's always going to be counterfeit. And just because there's counterfeit money doesn't mean that we get rid of our genuine money. If you would like to get rid of your genuine money, please send it to P.O. Box 3456 mooresville north carolina i'm being a little bit funny because i know you're not going to do that but my friends don't don't be afraid of making a wrong move don't be afraid of the counterfeit just realize that stuff's there but it look you get over into the spirit it's very very easy to discern ask questions ask as many as you can and pray and and uh you know go with the holy spirit don't be stubborn don't think, well, I, I really got a leading of the Spirit. Absolutely. But I just, I want to do it anyhow. That will be to, uh, that will be something that you would regret later. Don't do that. Just be willing to, if the Lord says yes, okay, cool. If he says no, that's okay also. That is the part of uh, taking up the cross. There are some things that maybe God says no, and he doesn't even really Want to give a reason for why. That's okay, Lord. Uh, that is what it is, and we go forward. By the way, you'll have enough great stuff to be involved in. You don't have time to be doing anything that God has not assigned to be on your plate. You're going to be so busy just doing what He has called you to do. I'm talking to somebody right now. You're going to be so busy doing the great things He's called for you, that He has pre planned and pre ordained for you. You don't have any time to put stuff on there that does not belong to you it's not in the mix it's not in the plan please please don't don't do that you you've got too much going on already with this amazing assignment that god has for you stay on task Woo! glory to god hallelujah father we thank you for your holy spirit who is helping us who is helping us and who is leading us and guiding us thank you and father we thank you he's often doing it in a sense more than what we would even acknowledge he's always helping us so father help us to be quick and to be sharp thank you in jesus name thank you for the right opportunities and for us going through them by your grace by your grace we confess decree and declare that we will not miss any divine opportunity we will not fail to respond to any divine opportunity in the name of jesus and around the world today we say amen all right let's take communion together please grab some unleavened bread and some grape juice we are a church family of believers hallelujah hallelujah look if you're in the if if jesus christ is your lord and savior you're you're in the family hallelujah let's take communion together and celebrate the lord jesus christ and all that he's done for us and all that he has made provision for us to enjoy and receive. Father, we consecrate this. This is now the flesh and the blood of our dear Savior, Jesus. And we sure do thank you for it, Father. Father, we give you praise for his body. As we receive it, we thank you that we receive his flesh, and we receive all of his promises in faith, in his name. Amen. Let's receive together the flesh of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Something good, something really, really good is going to happen to you. You need to be expecting it. Woo! Praise God. Remember also that some things are bundled in small packages, but you unwrap it and you found out you find out, wow, wow, look the, the, the potential here is amazing. So walk in the spirit so that you don't miss something. Walk humbly so that you don't miss something special. Glory to God. And by the way, it could come in a big package as well. Either way, be on your toes spiritually. Father, we thank you for the precious blood of Jesus. As we receive it now, we thank you for forgiveness of sins, and we thank you for your amazing promises that you said in your word that your that our sins and our iniquities you remember no more. Father, we believe it and we accept it and praise you for it. That all of our sins are washed away by the powerful sin cleansing blood of Jesus Christ. We give you praise forever and ever and ever for the potency of His blood. Father, we thank you that it's enough, that it's even more than enough. Hallelujah. So, Father, we give you praise. We thank you that we are your children. We bless you in Jesus' name. Let us now receive the blood of Christ together. Praise God. Father, I pray for your people. Let there be no fear to move in the opportunity. Let there be wise decision-making. Let there be inward guidance of your spirit and let them get it right over and over and over again. Father, we praise you in Jesus name. I'm seeing the Lord pitch a slow ball to you. Okay. He's pitching you. A, uh, it's like in softball. Uh, I know there's major league baseball when you've got a pitcher on the mound and he's trying to strike you out and he's pitching at a hundred and one miles an hour and you're like wow okay the lord's on the mound and he's pitching you a soft ball coming in real slow those are the kind that you can knock over the fence praise god get ready he's going to help you to see it he's going to help you to hit it and make the contact moment of your life, praise God, and go with the flow. Father, we thank you for it. We look for the floating softball that we can knock out of the park. In Jesus' name, bless your people. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Have a great day. Bye-bye. For more information about the ministry of Apostle Stephen Brooks, visit our website at stephenbrooks.org.